0: Welcome to the teaching ministry of Dr. Benji Kelly and New Hope Church. Dr. Kelly is leading us through a new series called At The Movies as we're seeking to find the holy in Hollywood. Now here's Dr. Kelly with this week's message, At The Movies. Wow. The book of Eli is one of the most powerful movies on the big screen. The movie is interesting because you see, this man Eli is protecting a book. A book that he believes on his journey out west is really the answer to life's problems. He's basically in an apocalyptic world and things begin to go a little crazy. It's a message of faith. It's a message of deep hope. It's a message about the Bible. And the Bible is unique in how it came to be. God spoke, the Bible says. God theognustos, which means in the original language, God spoke through many different authors, through many different men and women on different continents over a 1500 year span to give us what we know as the Word of God. As you think about it, the translation of the Bible is literally an amazing thing to actually start to wrap your mind around. People literally gave their lives just for the translation and the circulation of this book. Now, there's no question about what I'm getting ready to say. The Bible is the most accurate piece of historical literature in the world, bar none. If anybody debates that subject, they don't have a clue what they're talking about. God's word is the revealed word to us, his people. Also, the Bible has been circulated around the world. The Bible is the best-selling book of all time. And interestingly enough, the Bible is also the most stolen book of all time. The Bible is unique in its circulation, its translation, The Bible has been translated into many different languages throughout the years. There's so many ways to read the Bible and to experience the Bible. Today, we can experience it online in many different translations. Not only is the Bible unique in circulation and translation, but the Bible is also unique in preservation. It has been attacked. It has been ridiculed it has been burned. In fact some of the people who have stood by the Bible have actually been burned at the stake and they've set the Bible afire at the base of the martyrs being burned for this book as their lives were burned to death. The Bible is God's specific revelation to mankind and this movie, this The book of Eli sort of touches on that in a very unique way. He's hiding the scriptures close. He is a man of faith, and he knows they are his answer in this post-apocalyptic world. The movie is quite convicting too. You see, someone who is in love with the scriptures, someone who is passionate about the Bible, and it really speaks to my life, I'm thinking to myself, Benji? Are you that passionate about this Bible? Are you, are you as passionate about this Bible as you are other things in your life? And it reminds me that I should be. It talks about relationships, it talks about friendships, it talks about dating, it talks about sexuality, it talks about discipleship, it talks about vision, it talks about money, how to give it, how to save it how to steward over it. It talks about how to have a clear conscience. It talks about eternity. It talks about heaven. And yes, it talks about hell. It talks about depression. It talks about the poor. It talks about the rich. It talks about the powerful. It talks about the weak. It talks about absolutely everything. Because the Bible is God's Word. His direct Word. His specific word, the Bible's God's love letter to you. Do you believe that? Do you believe that God loves you? You know, the Bible says in Jeremiah 31, three, I have loved you with an everlasting love. It says, I have drawn you to me with loving kindness. The Bible has one villain, the enemy, Satan, and one hero, Jesus. The Bible has one message, Jesus saves. That's the storyline in the book of Eli. That's the storyline in our lives as well. This clip has been excluded due to copyright law. Did you know that studies show that 92% of Americans own at least one Bible? However, those same studies show that most of them don't read that Bible on a regular basis come on church if we really view the Bible as being unique as God's inspired word unique in its circulation unique in its translation and in its preservation then we're going to seek out this book we're going to put a high priority on this book we're going to read it daily and we're going to learn to apply this book to our lives Now, most of you know, I didn't grow up in a church home. I didn't grow up in a Christian home, but every summer I would go and spend weeks and sometimes months with my grandparents. I still recall my granddad putting me on his lap and reading the Bible to me. I still recall him and grandma telling me how the first two gifts they bought each other after they got married consisted of a coffee pot and a Bible. Not only did they want the Bible in their home, they read the Bible. They believed the Bible. In fact, they lived out Psalm 119, verse 16. And this is what the Bible says. I will delight in your statutes, O God, and I will not forget your word. That's what my grandparents did. And that is what this movie actually encourages us to do. Because you see, church, we need to remind ourselves of this on a regular basis. The Bible is God's revealed word. It's God's revealed word to you and me. It's God's love letter to us. Let's read it. Let's hide it in our hearts like Eli did. Let's let this book get a hold of us. Let's do what it says and let's let our lives never be the same as a result of being stuck to and crafted to and focused on this book. We see Eli, a man of faith, a man who obviously is doing what the Word says. He's protecting the book and he's living it out. We see Solera as she is looking at him and she notices something very different about his life. She knows that the secret is the Word and so she joins him on this trip out west. And then we have the enemy, Carnegie, which is an illustration of the evil one himself, trying to discredit, trying to rob and steal God's Word. I think it's no accident that Jesus talked about the thief in John chapter 10 verses 9 and 10 when Jesus said this, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That's what the enemy does. He wants to steal, he wants to kill, he wants to destroy parts of your life. He wants to destroy what God wants to do in your life. And that only happens, listen to me, when we allow the enemy to do that. I'm reminded of the scripture in the gospels where Jesus tells a parable and he tells about a sower who goes out and sows seed. You know, when you keep reading the scriptures later, the parable is explained and Jesus lets us know that the seed is the word of God. Well, in the parable, Jesus tells, the sower goes out and he sows some seed on hard places. And the birds come and they pick it up. Sometimes the seed falls on weed-infested areas, grows for just a little while, and then the weeds choke it out. And then sometimes, Jesus said, the seed fall on very rich, fertile soil where it germinates and it produces fruit. That's what we need to do. And that's what we need to take from this movie. We do not neglect the Word of God, church. We respect the Word of God. We understand the Word of God. We read the Word of God. We study the Word of God. We come to church and we let the Word of God be preached and the seed of God's Word falls into our lives. It germinates in our hearts and in our minds. It takes root and it bears unbelievable fruit in our lives. This clip has been excluded due to copyright law. Eli finally makes it to his journey, this arduous journey, this exciting journey as he preserves the word, the Bible. And then we have a surprise. In this movie, we find out that the book was actually written in braille the entire time. He's memorized the entire thing and he recites it word for word. He's hidden God's Word in his heart. He's hidden God's truth in his heart. He's hidden God's light in his heart to direct his paths. You know, one of my favorite verses in the entire Bible, I learned it when I first became a Christian. In fact, we used to sing it to an old sing-along with my youth pastor and his guitar. It comes from Psalm 119:105. 105. I'm sure you've heard of it before. The Bible says, Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. Unto my path. At our house, I often have the kids take the trash out. It's a great, great job for the kids to do, if you know what I mean. Well, when you take the trash out of our kitchen, you go out of a side door and the kids have to go around a detached garage where we keep the trash cans. When my kids were little, I would take the trash bag out of the trash can, I would tie it up for them and I would hand it to them and they were only about this tall and so they would be toting, dragging this full bag of trash. They would often get to the side door of our house and they would open up the door and they would look into the darkness of the night. And many times they would just stand there. They wanted to take the trash out. They wanted to obey their dad or their mom. But they didn't want to go into the darkness of the night. Oftentimes they would turn around and look at me and they didn't even have to say a word. I knew what was going on. So I would walk up beside them and turn the light switch on and the lights on the garage would light up and they would take the trash out. Every time I read these words, God's word is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. I think about that story. God's word lights our ways. When we are in the dark night of fear, God's word lights our ways. When we are in the dark night of relational struggles or financial bondage or just fighting with our own struggles of past or present, God's light has a way of illuminating our path and enabling us to take another step forward. Because here's the deal. We're all going to have things that try to take us out. We're all going to have people who sometimes try to take us out. The enemy will try to take us out. We've already talked about how the enemy desires to steal, kill, and destroy in your life and in my life. But God's will always is to lead us home. The Word of God is our light. Not only is it our light, It is also our lunch. Stick with me for a moment. We can feed on this Word. The Bible says, your words came and I ate them. Jeremiah 15, 16. It goes on to say, they were my joy. God's Word is my joy. O Lord, you are God. You are good. You see church, we have to learn to feed on the Word of God. We feed on it. It nourishes our soul. It solves and replenishes our yearning. And just as the children of Israel were fed on manna from heaven, this book is manna from the living God for each and every life. So we wanted to show you this movie to encourage you to study this book, to read this book, to learn to pray this book, to live out this book and to pass it on by the very way in which you live. Don't neglect it, church. Don't turn your back on it. Lean into it. Lean onto it. Protect it. And it'll take you on a path, maybe out west, but ultimately a path that will lead you straight to heaven. It's the answer to life. We learned it when we were a kid. The B-I-B-L-E. Come on, church. That's the book for me. Let it be more than a nursery rhyme. Let it be more than hollow words. Let us be a community of faith, grounded in, submitted to the Word of God, and God will take us places that we can't even begin to imagine. Thanks for joining us today. If you'd like to learn more about the ministries of New Hope Church, just stop by one of our campuses anytime or visit us online at newhopechurch.org. If you have any prayer requests, please send those to prayers at newhopenc.org. And our pastors and staff will stand with you in prayer. Thanks for being a part of our church family, and we hope you'll join us next week.